When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What show do you shame watch? 651-641-1071. Give us a call on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. You know, we've been talking about a lot of good TV, uh, you know, over the last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's okay to talk about what are those shows that you really don't want anybody to know you <laughs> actually watch. Yeah. Like, if somebody walked Porn. into the what? room. What? <laughs> oh, you didn't mean that. Nope. Okay. If somebody walked into the room and they were like, what? Are you watching? No you shame in ge- that. Genuinely feel. <laughs> you would genuinely feel shame. 651-641-1071. I feel like shame TV is my genre. I was going to say, as I looked at um, the list of possibilities, you're really, this is your sweet spot. It totally is. But I did feel justified because recently I heard a promo for the morning show where Jason admits to watching one of my favorite shame watch shows, which is the One Thousand Pound Sisters. Oh God, I, Amy yeah, and how Tammy. How do you do this? Oh my gosh, you know it's that show is because they're the original Chubby Bunny sisters are. from YouTube, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. absolutely, and they they're uh, yes, there is a, there's a relationship component to it that is just delightful to watch. It's a little bit country. It's not at all rock and roll. It's just, I. It's just. A what are you getting show. from it? Just because it's so. Um, so okay. Atypical okay. of anything else that's on. Or By the what? way, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What show do you shame watch? The reason why I like like that show is it's more than just about. You know, like it's not like my six hundred pound life, which I also love and love to watch. I don't that one. I do, I don't have a good explanation for, but one thousand pound sisters, they really do have like an interesting relationship to watch on TV, and there isn't drama in the sense of like they're not mean. I mean, they're mean to each other, but like in a sisterly way, mm-hmm. they're they're not trying to drum up. Um, fake drama that is cruel it really truly is just these like country bumpkin sisters um and who just have like an they have like a sweet kind of interesting life but one of them is 600 some pounds and the other one used to be 400 some pounds and then got weight loss surgery and then got pregnant i mean you know i don't know it's there's something sweet to it yeah uh, who else do we have on the line, Holly? Let's start with Amy. Hi, Amy. Amy, what show do you totally shame watch? Oh, my God. It's it's Hoarders. And when you said you change a channel and someone walks in the room, I just went, oh. Right? Like, <laughs> you do, right? Because you're like, I don't want people to know that I'm enjoying this, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. And I mean, at first I thought it was just interesting to see if they could psychologically help them and all this. And and my husband said, you're you're shamefully watching people suffer. And I thought, oh. Right, and then you feel guilty about it. But also, there is an element of like voyeuristic, like, oh my gosh, how do they do that, right? Yeah, I mean, and it's so over the top sometimes you just, you just sit there shocked. Yes, it's unbelievable. Oh, Amy, no shame over here, okay? <laughs> okay. Thank you that's, for your call. I will say that's the only show I can think of that I um, shame watch, but I don't even, I, truth be told, I can't watch that show anymore. In fact, Jamie was like, oh, I found new episodes of Hoarders, and I'm like, I don't, I'm You've I'm, I'm done with it. it. You've passed because your Hoarders I, Prime? I just can't, because like, I, I don't like that feeling in the pit of my stomach, like, Oh, and also Mm -hmm. they never get help. Mm -hmm. They never get help. It's always you get to the end of the episode and it's like six months later, they were found smothered by their own boxes of trash. You know, it's like the most depressing show. There's there's like once in a blue moon, a happy ending. Well, I also think I don't. Yeah, I also feel like the pandemic times are not the time to have that like, um, that voyeuristic yeah, suffering. Yeah, like, let me enjoy the right. suffering of others. Like, I yeah. feel like you just got to turn on the news. But but not to make too much out of that. I just, I used to, and I look, I used to love watching that show. Um, and we would always be like, why do we love watching the show? But there's, there's very little payoff at the end. Mm-hmm. You just, it's like... You want there to be some sort of resolution, well, and there never is. Can There's I just nothing say, satisfying about that's it. what's starting to happen with six, my 600-pound life. Is yeah, well, I fell too off that often, train. Like, the first time someone died, I was like, oh, okay. The thing, like, it used to be that you would see people have some success at some point. Yeah. And now it's, no. Oftentimes, they don't even make it to surgery. On the show. It's so awful. I tried watching it last night for you, Colleen. Thanks, Holly. It came across (laughs) the screen and I was like, Colleen watches this show. (laughs) What's going on? I watched five minutes of it. I had to leave. Yeah, it's it's been it's it's been rough. It's been rough the last couple of seasons. Um but I'm still there for it. Uh, who else do we have on the line, Holly? Doug is here. Hello, Doug. Doug, what show do you shame watch? Mom of June. Oh, oh, from not to hot. Is that yeah. still on? Oh, <laughs> he just wanted <laughs> he to get it out and move on. He was too ashamed. Nothing else. You're not getting anything else <laughs> out of I me. Have. Someone's gonna recognize my voice. Oh no! I'm if bummed. Doug was your real name, I don't know. I don't I, know. I'm bummed because I wanted to ask questions about it because we fell off that bandwagon at some point. Well, yeah, because again, <sighs> problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing is, okay, so I'm sorry to go back and re-justify my 1,000-pound sisters, but there's something very similar about that show to the original um, Honey Boo Boo, where it just, there's something about seeing the innocence of this life that they live and and kind of how they make fun out of things that you and I, that would be like foreign to us. But they don't, but then that show took a weird turn when we learned that there was some other stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like my 1,000 pound sisters have taken that turn. And I'm hoping they don't. You're like hoping against hope that it's not going to be found out that there's like a secret drug den. Yes. Or like, you know, meth lab or like murder. 
I just mystery. I want it. I want to have something nice, right? Like I just want to have. It's called fiction, nice. because yeah. then it's low stakes. Like that's the same way I feel about. I will tell you, there's this. I love true crime, mm-hmm. but there's a part of you that feels horrible right. watching true crime and being entertained by other people's misery. But we do it. Oh yeah. Hey, have guys. you watched Night Stalker? You should watch that. Yes. Doug called back, and he's oh, here to explain you. why he likes to watch Honey Boo Boo and you, Mama Doug. June. Thank you, Doug. Okay, so first of all, Doug, is that still on? Is it like are we no, getting some new episodes? No, okay. No, no. Yeah, she's 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 weird, and she went off somewhere. But my wife talked me into it. Uh, no, a love after the lockup that my wife talked me into it. And uh, <laughs> for some reason, I like these shows now. <laughs> I think they're weird, but 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 you're addicted. Yeah, it's just bizarre bizarre TV. It's what it is. It's I I get it though. So Doug, we're not going to judge you here, okay? Yeah, no, you're in a safe space. Safe Doug. space. Well, see, I I can't watch any fictional TV anymore. Like like. CSI and all those normal shows. I gotta watch reality shows. <laughs> because you just gotta know that your life is better than these crazy people. <laughs> What's that? You you just wanna feel better knowing that your life is not as crazy as some okay. of these people? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I guess it does uh, on Honey Boo Boo starts in March, I guess, brand oh. new. That's what my wife just told me. Oh, wonderful. Mm. Well, so, thank yeah. your wife for us. Yeah, and she's yeah. done the Lord's work. Yes, and thank you for <laughs> thank you, you for calling I, us back. Yeah, you uh, you guys take care. I'm a, I'm an avid listener. You guys take care. You're very good. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Oh, that was, I'm glad he called back. I really was curious about more. Holly, do we have any other callers on the line? We do not. Okay, fine. That's fine. Well, we got to go. That's true. We also have to go when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, here's a reality show that we're all watching from the sidelines. Uh, Army Hammer. <sighs> we'll talk about the latest after this on my talk 1071. Oh, Army Hammer. <sighs> the hits keep coming. Oh, that was probably not the best thing to say. But Army Hammer. There's more on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I just, there's a bruise that is a part of this conversation, and I said the hits keep coming. Just was not. Ooh, that was not a good choice of words. It was a terrible choice of words. But appropriate uh, in the sense that you said bruise, because there is uh, a bruise in this particular story that we need to cover. Exclusive! Um, it's from page six, but uh, the story in page six about Army Hammer, he ale- allegedly gave um, Jessica, and I apologize for not knowing how to pronounce Miss Enriquez's last or middle name, Ciencine? Mm. I don't know. Anyway, Jessica Enriquez, a big bruise on her behind mm. during a brief summer romance. Um, she is, I'm trying to figure out what she is and who she is in the world. When you Google her, you will find out that she is, um, a writer. Okay. And also Google would like you to know that she is Josh Lucas's ex-wife. I don't know what a Josh Lucas is. I don't is. know what a Josh Lucas is either. Okay. He's a guy, but I tried to go to her Instagram and it's private. Ooh. Yeah. So okay. it does not surprise me based on this story. And it's kind of interesting. So her private Instagram account, it's been private, um, which apparently Page Six saw. So somebody who's friends with her 
gave page six a gander. Mm-hmm. Um, her insee features a photo from early in September. God, he was busy this year. And by that, I mean, he was dating a lot of different women this year. Am I right? Oh, yeah. he's he He's been getting around. Um, there's a photo from early September of her with a large bruise on her behind. And you can see it on page six. I mean, it looks like a big welt, which apparently the source speaking with page six says was caused by army um the photo was posted with a cryptic caption that went like this quote it is not my job to make people seem better than they actually are in reality or print it is not my job to clean up the messes that other people make of their lives handing them a broom and walking away is generous enough it is not my job to excuse someone of the consequences that follow bad behavior nor is it my job to enforce any consequences. Hmm. That is what karma is for. So that's interesting. Now, however, as page six points out, she also shared the photo on her Instagram story, which page six saw at an earlier date. And that she appeared at that time to poke fun at the bruise, which said, quote, I bruise easy, but you should see the other guy. Hmm. I feel like, didn't we actually talk about that? I don't remember talking about that. I don't know, but um but again, so there's kind of like a mixed message going on, right? Like so on the, you know, the post of the bruise, is she talking about army hammer and uh consequences and not trying to make excuses for other people's behavior? Like is that a reference to army hammer bruising her? You know, I you know, hindsight is 2020, right? Like you can totally rewrite history when you know things a little bit differently so i think about some of the other people who have accused army hammer of certain things and how they talked about how they tended to go along with certain things because it happened so gradually they wanted him to like them etc 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 um and to me like when i see it through that lens like at the time if she posted that I don't know. Was she in a place where she thought that what was happening was okay and consensual? And now she has a different version of that because she's listened to how other people experienced yeah, it. But that I don't know. Photo, that, that caption came along in September. So that sounds very like. Oh, yeah. So that's like before any of this was public. Yeah. So you wonder if she was being like shady. That's so interesting. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
um, and just not willing to call something out that she wanted to call out. Like it was a direct, like, uh, what do we call that? Vague book experience. Yeah, total vague booking. Um, that she was trying to leave a secret coded message to Army Hammer that now seems a little bit more clear in the light of day following all of the news that he wants to break a rib and eat it. Um, and carved, Oof. allegedly carved the letter A near a lady's lady parts and said yeah. he wanted her to be his little slave. Yeah. Again, Ugh. allegations. Booter and all, he would say. Booter and all. Um, but, but following everything we know in no the conversations we've been. Huh? But. Oh. Yeah. We're talking about a bruise on her butt. There's a bruise on her Batuski. But. Yeah. So, mm, who knows? But here's yet another story. Still, also, I would just like to remind everybody involved who's been paying attention to the Army Hammer Bull Lecter story. Um, we've still not heard from Mr. Lecter himself. I am wondering what the next move is for him. Well, like things are leaving his career bubble quickly. Oh, yeah. And he is yet to do anything except make a terse statement through um, his his attorney and... Uh, also offhandedly in response to what was that first response from? I can't remember now where he said, I'm not going to comment on all the BS that was not through his attorney, but there came a statement after that, but there hasn't been anything since. And there's been no real pushback in, you know, publicity land. In fact, he's lost allegedly his PR person. Mm -hmm. His representation is now gone. Um, and uh, when you just seem lose, keep coming. when you lose your PR person, like that's because PR people are accustomed to spinning a story. Yeah, but when but you're you'd the think, person who spins your story who doesn't even want to spin your story anymore, ugh. exactly. And you'd think that there is somebody who called him up and was like, "Hey, I'd love to take on this challenge," you know, because there's there's no shortage of those people in the world. But the fact that we're not hearing anything is more interesting to me than surely something's happening and going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. The fact that we are not privy to any of it and it's just a bunch of crickets uh, is, to me, fascinating. I just feel like like the fixer isn't even fixing right now. Nobody right? wants to fix it. Nobody wants yeah. to fix it. And so it's just sort of sitting out there. Ugh. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them D bags. We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, celebrities behaving badly. We love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly, and that name is. D Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag, Bradley? Farrah Abraham. Oh, boy! Yes. Bing, bong. Okay, I want you to do me a flavor, saver. Open up uh, the Instagram link that I have placed on the grid for your perusal oh, you and describe for me what you see there. And don't read the caption, just read the picture. Okay, can you move your cursor so I can... It's doing that thing where it won't show it to oh, me. hold on. Thank you. Okay, there it is. Okay. Don't read the caption, just look at the picture. Yeah, tell me what you see in the picture, basically. Uh, oh, okay. Oh. She has, like, 
it's like a almost like a slideshow mm-hmm. of her with some like gray blonde locks mm-hmm. and a lot of action on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's got a bunch of Polaroids behind her. Just describe what oh. she looks like. I mean, she's contoured within an inch of her life. Yep. She's making faces. Do you think that uh, that photo has had any sort of like filter oh, on it? Oh, for sure. Filters okay. like all day all right. long. So a typical photo. Yeah. Now, do me a favor. Yeah. Read the caption for the audience. Hashtag no makeup. Hashtag filter. Just got way more my favorite. Hashtag photo booth update. Yes. Keep reading. What are those clappy hands? Well, the emojis. Okay, yeah, fine. you can skip the emojis. Hashtag sorry. Instagram. Hashtag no makeup filter. Hashtag fair Abraham. Hashtag I love my life. Hashtag Super Bowl Sunday. What? No, girl. Uh uh-uh, uh. No. Okay, no. so at least. No, you lie. You <laughs> at lie. Least two of those hashtags are um, illegal because one of them is hashtag no makeup. Excuse knew, me, please. Uh, Does she think we're dumb? Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, and then also hashtag no makeup filter. What? Like, is that a filter that makes you look like you have no makeup? Because if it is, it's the wrong filter because it looks like you have all the makeup actually. I don't understand. I don't understand. Also, she has you now. Now, do me another flavor okay. saver mm-hmm. and go to the third most recent mm-hmm. comment video. Oh, oh video. No, okay, I, not the James Dean one. Did you see that? That was hilarious. no. But I did see her saying, "OMG, I haven't had any for years. Worry about yours." And I don't know what she's referring to, but I think she's lying. Okay, sorry. The third most recent video. It's a video. Okay. I is should it say the, the third most recent post, which is a video. Is it the one uh, where she's wearing that blue dress? No. It's the one uh, with the caption, well, inauguration 2021 has me manifesting my 2021 oh, okay. affirmations. Okay. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Can you play the video and please describe for me her face? I, it's like, well, first of all, the, those aren't her real eyeballs. Or cheekbones. Or cheekbones. Or nose. Or, or nose. Any, any of it. Actually, as it turns out, none of it is or lips or face like it is so bizarre. And Farrah Abraham, let's be clear, is not the only celebrity to run afoul of this behavior. Oh, look, Sophia Abraham's account commented on that photo or on that video with laughing emojis. But I mean, that's for herself. Yeah. Yeah, No, it's Farrah trying to increase her own. Can I um, ask a question? Yeah, you can ask any question. One of the hashtags on this one is woman-owned business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's what, a woman-owned what, business. What yeah. is, her, is she her business? What's her business? Yeah, I think. I think it's a reference to her lady parts. Uh, yeah, she does flash her business. <laughs> and she owns She owns her business. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be here all night. Oh Tip your servers. Gosh. Um, yeah, so... Just because you say it, Fair Abraham, make it so she kept on spelling inauguration wrong. How did she spell oh, it, honey? I n a g u r a t. Okay, in a t i n. Okay, okay, all right, okay, okay. That's um. Also, I'm not sure what her affirmation, manifestation, daily wealth, success. 
presidential inauguration woman-owned business. I don't know what any of that means. I don't either. Well, her manifestation is in the video. She's oh, saying... It's a TikTok, yeah. Yeah. I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. I'm rich. I'm that bleep. I'm going to get that bag, and I'm not going to take your bleep. I'm well-respected and protected. Are I'm you? a queen and a drama. I do what I want to do, and I know how I want okay. who I want to be. Back to what Bradley previously <laughs> said. Just saying it does, does not, not make, make it, it so... so. Also, just I love how she's everything and oh, yeah. nothing. Yes, all at, at the, the same very same time. time. Like, mm-hmm. and dear audience, lest you think we're being unnecessary, because you're like, you guys are just a bunch of boobs in a closet talking about this very successful lady. Accurate. I mean, that's accurate. True. Fair. <laughs> okay. But we've also had her on the show, so I can say with firsthand experience, mm-hmm. this woman never makes any sense. Ever. Ever. Like, we have fully interviewed her. Do you remember the last time oh, we interviewed honey, her? Oh, honey, we didn't interview her. We put a nickel yeah, in her. I was going to say, we went, hi, Farah. thanks for joining she us. She spoke in an, a run-on. another thing, maps are the encouragement of peoples in today's America <laughs> show. And I am here to encourage children to be the small blessings that they were created to be and not suffer anymore by suffering. And here's how I will end suffering for children, their little blessings. I'm telling you, so literally, she speaks in a run-on sentence and you don't know I, what she's saying. I would like to apologize on behalf of Colleen and myself mm-hmm. for exposing exposing you you all you little blessings to the radioactive nature of this woman's Mm -hmm. presence (laughs) my favorite is the comment from the merman 44 like ethel merman did you have jane dean sausage for breakfast oh no It's petty. It's petty. You got to know the backstory. Yeah. And I do mean the backstory. Teen mom. Sorry. Um,. Oh, do you want to know who my D-bag is? I do. Oh, you know what? It's literally everybody. It's every oh, single Oh, great listeners. You are a D-bag today, courtesy of Colleen Lindstrom. In this story, okay? So this is an actual story in the world that we live in today. Kim Kardashian posted a picture of a painting mm. that her daughter North did. Mm-hmm. It is. Did you guys do this yesterday? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Forget it. No, okay. it's fine. But yeah. you can make her your D-bag. They're all the... Everybody's the D-bag. Tell people because there are a lot of people who maybe didn't hear the okay. story. So she posted this this picture of her daughter North's oil painting. Mm-hmm. And everybody hopped on it and was like, North didn't paint that. North didn't paint that. That wasn't mm-hmm. painted by North. It was too good to be painted by North. <laughs> and then Kim came back and like, okay, right? Like, can we could have just let it be and moved on with life. And she could have known in her heart and soul that her daughter painted that beautiful picture yep. and been fine with it. But no, she felt like sh- this was the thing she needed to go to bat for. And that's when she posted... You guys, don't play with me when it comes to my children. My daughter and her best friend have been taking a serious oil painting class where their talents and creativity are being encouraged and nurtured. North worked incredibly hard on her painting with with took, I think she meant watch took, 
several weeks to complete. As a proud mom, I wanted to share her work with everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, just let it go, girl. Just let it go. So now we know we got to. Well, yeah, but also she just wants headlines. It's yes. Kim Kardashian. Guys, don't. Nobody is concerned. And of course there are stop. trolls. And if I hear, like, I want the word and the notion of clapping back to to unceremoniously be gone, be gone. Clap back at clapping back. Yes, I'm clapping back at the clapbacks. That Are you, were you going to do it? Or oh, okay. well, no. I mean, I just like there's <laughs> nothing we'll more to do. We'll call you the clapper. We'll get clap. I want to be the clapbacker. Mm-hmm. No, the clap. The end of the because I don't want the clap back. No, you want to end the claps. Yeah. End, <laughs> yes. End Along with all other clap. venereal disease, I too want to end the clap. Stop the clap. Is that gonorrhea? I don't, um, I don't know. Is it or is it syphilis? And, and why does it have that name? We'll look yeah, into why that. Is the clap. It the clap. Well, because when you get it, I hear that you make a noise as if you're Stop clapping it. when you're walking down the street. Stop. It, it is it is gonorrhea. Okay. Well, we want the clap to be gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah, I'd like you to be gone. Oh, well, here's <laughs> and Kim Kardashian. Can I educate? Be gonorrhea. No, it's a joke, please, kids. It's please a joke. Educate us. I want to educate everyone okay. about why it's called the clap. Gonorrhea is called the clap. The name is to believe to be believed to have been derived from French or English language terms, or from the painful treatment that was once used to treat the disease. <laughs> they clap you. <laughs> oh dear. Um, the treatment theory. Oh dear. What? Oh dear. This oh, sounds dear. like a lot oh, of words. Okay. I don't know. If I can explain this, but early treatments for gonorrhea in males involved clapping both sides of the member at the same time. Okay, no, you are never going to clap my member in an attempt to push things from certain places. Oh, or sometimes the member was clapped between a hard surface and a (gasps) book. To achieve That's the same like results. That's kind of like those, um, like that thing oh, I have on my wrist. Cysts, the ganglions. No, it's, oh you know, well, yeah, yeah, but they call, they called it like a Bible yeah, lump or something. They're usually called like Bible bumps or something yeah. like that because you, you Take do your hit Bible them. And you're whack supposed to hit your... them with a heavy book. Yeah. And it makes them disperse. So do you do that to the, the schweenus? Yes. Oh my God. In order to, you know, dispel the things. demons? Yeah, yes. that's... That's... Oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. And oh dear. Uh-huh. I just want to acknowledge to the listener that I am sorry you had to suffer through this. I don't even don't quite moment. know exactly how we got here. But this was a very educational moment. No, I, I, we all learned something. I did learn something, and I thank you for, for turning episode. it around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, also, why did nobody ever seize on begonorrhea? I don't know. Listen, I guess saying be gonorrhea doesn't sound doesn't like a good sa- slogan because well, you don't <laughs> yeah. know if it's a good thing or if you are wishing it oh, away. God. Yeah, they put that on a poster. Yeah, be gonorrhea. <laughs> okay. When we come back, nobody's putting us in charge of any public health campaign. We did do wash your hands. Thank you. We got well, that wasn't wash really your hands, Wash your hands. Everybody come along and clap your member. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oof, you guys, Marilyn Manson has oh, another God. accuser. You guys, here I thought stop. we were going to have fun mm-hmm. and talk about Sorry. nonsense. All right. Sorry, we're going to, it's the opposite of okay. nonsense All after right. this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. 
Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Well, hello. Okay, so this is, I mean, I don't know. Okay. We've been talking about Marilyn Manson. Yes, we and, have. And um, some uh, awful, terrible behavior he's had with past relationships. And he, uh, another celebrity, uh, is speaking out again. So this all started with Evan Rachel Woods talking about her relationship with Marilyn Manson, mm-hmm. which was um, abusive, to say the least. Um, now, another actress by the name of Esme Bianco is uh, coming out and sharing her story of a really terrible relationship with Marilyn Manson What's from 2011. Thank you for asking. So she was apparently, uh, uh, she's known for playing a sex worker named, Ro- is it Roz or Ross in the early seasons of Game of Thrones. So I didn't watch Game of Thrones, so I don't quite know who she is. However, at the time in 2011, um, she that she would have been on the show Game of Thrones and that would have been a big deal. So apparently they started a long distance relationship and he talked her into moving in with her for about two months in 2011. And she, by the way, is telling this to the cut um, in an interview uh, that they published just yesterday. Um, By the way, there are currently about 11 women who have come forward to accuse Marilyn Manson of physical and sexual abuse. So she's adding her name to the list and sharing um, stories about what those two months were like where she lived with Marilyn Manson. And she said at the beginning, it was great. Like there was a little honeymoon period. But then in her words, uh, Marilyn Manson devolved into a tyrant who controlled her every move, telling her what to wear, when to sleep where she could go. She said, I basically felt like a prisoner. I came and went at his pleasure. Who I spoke to was completely controlled by him. Mm. She talks about how uh, people in her in their company at the time, like people that they spent time with, frequently noticed bruises and gashes on her body. She says that Marilyn Manson used to show her sex scenes to groups of people in front of her and talk about her body and he would say some really crass things. Um, And again, like I hear this story and what I'm afraid of is that we'll become desensitized to these stories as they start to come out that we'll just go, Oh, another woman has accused Marilyn Manson. Yeah. But the fact is that these are real people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say the question that I have, and maybe it's because I'm impatient and I've been down this road before because Mm -hmm. we've told too many of these stories is like, okay, so where are we going with this? Right. Like uh, not to minimize or belittle like the, the victims in this case, because I want each person to have their, their moment to share what they feel obligated to share publicly. But ultimately, like the thing I would be most concerned about is like, how do we, 
How do we, A, deal with the the immediate threat of Marilyn Manson as a person to society at large? And B, how do we prevent people like him being able to perpetrate this, like, you know, vast um, swath of personal um, violence? Right. Right? So, like, there's the, the short term and the long term. And I would like to at some point find out like what what does Marilyn Manson have to say to a court of law well and, and the, where is the court of law in this question so that's I mean I think that that's an appropriate question to be asking because what we have right now I mean you know we can all say well oh my gosh he deserves to be behind bars or he needs to answer for these allegations but unless and until there is some sort of legal charge made yeah, and there very well could be investigations sure. ongoing. Sure, absolutely. And those take time. Absolutely. And the court of public opinion is terribly impatient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's true. Um, but, you know, I would like to know if that's going to happen at some point. Because otherwise, I do think that... W- the the not the hard part, but like one of the frustrating things about this Me Too era is like, so we've accounted for the things that have happened. I don't know how much just accounting for them really helps change behavior. So, but you can't really like, I mean, there are laws and yeah. things and you can't just say, well, we're done with Marilyn Manson now. Okay. Well, it's easy for you and me to say that. Cause like we, we didn't, never started. we were like, he's still a thing Yeah, because we just, that wasn't our thing. Um, but you know what this reminds me of? Because here's the other thing. We know how long this kind of stuff takes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm saying that because this, the way these stories are trickling out reminds me of R. Kelly and how women started to talk about R. And Kelly Matt more Lauer openly. And Harvey Weinstein. Yes, absolutely. And Bill Cosby. My God. There's something, though, specifically about this, about the Marilyn Manson one. And maybe it's the, like, sex slave aspect of it that reminds me of um of r kelly and we know how long that takes we know how long it takes for it to turn from conversations about a kind of an open secret to a time where that person is being held accountable for their actions um and we know that we know from from the other perpetrators that they will go down swinging um, believing that what they did was consensual mm-hmm. or that what they, um, the ways that they victimized people. And look, Marilyn, the truth is, Marilyn Man- Manson, mm-hmm. I keep trying to do Marilyn Monroe, I think, and I, yeah. it comes out Manson. Um, Marilyn Manson, Army Hammer, mm-hmm. et al. Mm-hmm. Who's Al? I know, right? Not Al Bundy. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have the right to say all of these f- charges are false. Yep. And then it is uh, incumbent upon the legal system to prove otherwise or for them to prove. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like they are innocent until proven guilty. That is a given. Um, I'm not concerned that they're not going to get um, treated fairly because as we've generally seen over time, if anything, people like Army Hammer, people like Marilyn Manson, um, the system bends over backwards to make sure that they are treated fairly. Mm-hmm. But um, where was I going with that? Uh, it's not to say that 
or that that they shouldn't be treated that way. But at the same time, the hard part with this moment we find ourselves is we're not we're not the justice system, right? So the culture is reckoning with these people in the absence of like criminal justice system weighing in right which is very hard because it's easy for us to say these believe these women Mm -hmm. you know they shouldn't be able to continue to do the things they did but we're all just kind of hovering here waiting for another shoe to drop we're in limbo to know how like this will really affect their careers and their lives yeah and how it's going to resolve for sure when we come back on the colleen and bradley show what does not belong on a pizza 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.